In the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Our passage for our meditation this morning is Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Here ends the word. Dear friends in Christ Jesus, you probably certainly have heard about how the early Christians were threatened and tortured all because of the gospel. Those threats were temptations to try to give up on the gospel, to turn their backs on their Savior. And you may know stories of personal rejection and humiliation. Certainly it happens around the world. People who are Christians are tortured, threatened, and even killed because they believe in Jesus Christ. But maybe, maybe some of you have experienced that. You have had painful pressure on yourself as well because you believe in Jesus. There are other forces out there that can tempt and pull us away from God's word and from our worship and from our Savior. Sometimes these pressures are all the more seductive because they aren't evil in and of themselves. No, they're not at all. One of them is with us right now. It's almost over, as I was reminded of early this morning. And it's called Summer 2022. That's right. You know, ever since the pandemic's over, we, we now can get out. Even though the president has it again, I heard. But we can get out, and there are a million things to do that the summer offers us other than worship, other than Bible study, other than reflecting upon Jesus. I mean, there's a million things out there, a million things, and a million other places that we could Go, that's calling our name to come and see <clears throat> what they have to offer. But an old friend of ours, the ancient psalmist, he has a news flash for all of us today. Here it is. Even in the midst of summer distraction, it's always high time for thanksgiving and praise. He says, come, come 
sing a loud and happy song, a song for summertime. This day calls for a song that is bold and loud and contagious. Hear the words of verse 1 and 2 again. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. This day calls for each of us to gather here with others and to sing in the assembly of God's people. It should be a, a mood of, of grateful celebration. And it should happen now, today. For the children of Israel were called to make a noise. To make a noise that was impulsive and loud. Now, <clears throat> this is not a cry out to some generic God out there. Or, or to some undefined Lord. It was to be belted out to Yahweh, the one who revealed himself to Moses, using the name claimed centuries later by Jesus the Christ, the great I am. Oh yes, there are times when we're called upon to be still and to listen to the Lord. Kind of like the children. Boy, they were really good today. I guess because our grandson's sick. But they were really good. They were quiet and they listened well. They did a great job. And, and sometimes we're called to just be still and listen. But here in our passage from Psalm 100, the listeners are summoned to a public worship assembly. And this invitation urges joy and gladness to be expressed strongly. Worshippers on their way into the service should not be able to restrain themselves from giving a ringing cry and a shout for joy. Plus, we are to invite others to come and join us, to sing as well, to sing to our God, the praises do his name. If the words of Psalm 100 sound a little like Susie cheerleader to you, please don't, don't get the idea that, that God is ignorant of all the, the frustrations and the pains and the pulls that might keep us from praising him with hearts filled with joy. The other scripture readings that we had for today, oh my, they are honest about the pressures that believers face. To be sure, you, are, you can always find reasons not to sing, not to rejoice. The burdens seem meaningless of life. They can just wear us down. The author of Ecclesiastes, our first reading, in, a, in another, I should say, translation, vanities, he said, meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. He says all the things we do on earth are meaningless, a chasing 
after the wind. Back several years ago, my grandparents' home and all their things were sold at auction out in Ohio. And uh, they had been, they had passed on years before and I had an aunt who was single and she lived at home and she stayed at the home. Didn't change anything, nothing, nothing. And so when she passed away, they had an auction. And I'm sorry, but the property and the things meant very little to most of the crowd. The barn was leaning over. The house needed tons of updating. It was totally outdated. And their things was just stuff. I mean, they'd been gone for 40, 50 years. Probably no one there knew of the work that went in to the hand-cranked corn sheller that I used to play with, or the cross-cut handsaw that cut down trees, or the pull-type combine. That's right. Most of you here probably haven't seen one of those. It was like six, eight foot wide, and you pulled it. They, they still remained on the property. Hard work, fun times, memories of bygone ages. But for the people gathered there, all our work and toil ends up just work and toil. And most of the things we have are just stuff that someday no one will want. Or like my stuff that I have, it's just, it'll be just junk. They will probably throw it all away, chasing after the wind. Or in our gospel, that was an interesting passage. Jesus tells a story about a rich farmer. And this rich farmer spent all his life trying to build bigger barns. And finally, in verse 19, he says, Soul, you have plenty of ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But his drive to get the most out of life's wealth seems to have turned him from God because he died that next night. And so it can for us as well. Or as Paul says in our passage, our reading from Colossians, our sinful nature with all its anger and rage, with malice and slander and filthy language, it could just draw, draw the joy out of our hearts and keep us from a song for the summertime. Or even innocent things, such as a summer vacation. Sue and I are going to head off the end of this week. And we got things planned. And, and we'll visit with loved ones and and. It's going to be great to get away from the work routine. Sorry, Jamie. It'll be great to get away for a couple of days. And, but all those things can, can keep us from thanksgiving and praise to the Lord if we allow them to consume us over his word. Verse 4 is pretty clear. 
It says, enter his gates. Come to the house of the Lord. Come to worship, all you believers. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Yes, if you and I look at ourselves and our lives and all the pulls and all the pressures of life, it's easy to rationalize and justify neglecting intense and continual praise to the Lord. But our old friend, our songwriter, he pushes all that aside for us. He explains that the Lord himself is your reason to praise. He tells us who God is, Yahweh, the God of the psalmist and of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all the earth. He's the one who created all the times and the, the beautiful scenery and, and all the seasons for our comfort and our pleasure. He's the one who gives us the summer sunshine, who made all those beautiful places for us to visit. And this great creator we know, for he himself came into this world and shared it with us. He made you, he knows you, and he provides all your needs in life. The time away, those friends and family you are enjoying this summer, and the means to pay for your trip, they are all the gifts from God. The protection as you travel, whether through the air or on busy highways, it's all in his hands, like a shepherd. Our good shepherd also sacrifices for you and for me. Every blessing, absolutely every blessing, including all these things of summer, are a result of our being reconciled to God by the cross of Jesus. For the very Son of God chose to come down here and take on our flesh. He chose to obey perfectly in our place, doing what we could never do. Jesus, the Messiah, the, the human Savior, never, ever sinned. He made every perfect and right decision. He decided not to disobey. He, he never talked back as a child. He never, he never gave in to temptation. He never lied or, or had hatred in his heart. He never cursed and swore. He never gossiped about his neighbor or anyone else. <coughs> He chose, he chose to obey, and he chose to obey for each of us. He then became the perfect sacrifice for all our sins. He chose to shed his blood on Calvary for all of our sins. He chose to shed his blood for you and me and for every other person in the entire world. I mean, what an awesome Savior we have. He loves you so very much. And God was very pleased with his choices. He raised his son from the dead. And today Jesus, true God and true man, lives and reigns for all eternity. Because of everything God has done through his son, Jesus Christ, we have forgiveness and we have eternal life. 
Verse 5, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. The Lord keeps his promises of mercy. Even though we sometimes are so feeble and we, we fail to keep ours with him, he does not stop his love for us. Nothing, nothing stops God's love for you. Nothing. Our distracted summer life in this affluent land can be a real faith test for us, for sure. And like all tests, it carries with it the risk that we could stumble and we could fall. But under God, in his love and in his grace, <clears throat> it can instead be one of those tests that is almost like doing spiritual push-ups. In other words, it can be a hurdle that makes us stronger and more devoted than we were before. Thanks be to God that he gives us grace to crawl into these words of Psalm 100, to make them our very own, to enjoy the summertime of 2022 and to lift up, to lift up and shout forth praises to our Lord, whose kindness never, ever quits because he loves you so very much. Thanks be to Jesus, my friends. Thanks be to Jesus. Amen. And now the peace which only comes from above. Fill our hearts with faith unto life everlasting. Amen.